0: So, in Matthew 16, 24, it says, uh, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must turn from your selfish ways, take up your cross, and follow me. Um, And tonight, what I'm wanting to talk about is the concept of sacrifice, which is pretty... um, It's something that we talk a lot about in the Christian context, but it's something that I've probably shirked away from a bit recently, that it's something that I've found myself uncomfortable with. And so I want to talk a little bit about my thoughts around that. Um, So another verse from Matthew, a few chapters earlier in Matthew 11 is Jesus saying, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And talking to a bunch of people tonight, um, I don't know about anyone else, but I'm noticing a bit of a theme that a whole bunch of us are feeling really tired <laughs> right now. That um, at work, we're having a chat the other day because we're having Christmas parties and everything coming up, but everyone's sort of going, it's just ticked into December and we are pretty much used up everything for the year. That, um, I don't know, it's been a pretty intense year this year. Um, there's been a lot of stuff going on internationally, nationally, everything else, and also just, you know, Personally in my own life, it's been a busy year. There's been a lot of stuff going on and I'm feeling pretty burdened. I'm not actually feeling like the yoke is easy than the burden is light. Um, I'm feeling more like I'm, you know, walking around with a heavy burden on my shoulders at all times. And I sort of... It's always... Uh, this verse is one that I found people would bring up a lot when you know it was one of those well-intentioned verses that people would share with others when they were going through a tough time going look Jesus says that my burden is easy and my yoke is light and I remember that I had more than a few times where I felt like punching the person who shared it with me because in the midst of feeling burden weighted down and going no this is not easy no this is not light I am feeling crushed by this I'm struggling to get up and keep going in the midst of this I, I don't get that concept and and most of the time the sort of life that you know we hear Jesus talking about feels more like the first verse where it's talking about taking up a cross and whenever I hear that I think about that sort of walk up to the mount where Jesus was crucified and you know um the let alone the crucifixion he was going to go through but just the weight of carrying that cross that he wasn't able to do in and of himself but that burden feels too much for me let alone everything else that comes along with it. And a lot of the ways that we talk about the Christian faith, the things of, you know, talking about sacrifice, dying to self, crucifying the flesh, taking up your cross, these all sound pretty daunting and painful things. These all sound hard. And in many ways, that feels more like the sort of life that I can relate to, to something where, you know, I come to Jesus and everything, the yoke is easy and the burden is light. Lily, what you doing, sweetie? Hop down, darling. No, down. Um, And... A lot of that was sort of reflected in the way that I used to view God. Um, I always felt like God would pref- pr- prefer the hard option, that um, I'd have the sort of thing that if if I ever said I didn't want to do something, you could guarantee God was going to call me to do it. Um, you know, that if I said I you know, didn't want to... You know, I was always careful of not saying big dramatic things, because I knew God would bring those back to me. The sort of things of, oh, I'd never want to be a missionary overseas, or... Uh, I'd never want to, you know, be a person who does this for a job or whatever, that um, I always felt like, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I always presumed that whatever was the worst option in my head, that's what God had planned for me, because that's what the Christian faith was, was, you know, being called to difficult things that you didn't like, and it was like this beating up of yourself with things that you wouldn't, that that never felt good for you, and God had a plan through it all, but it was going to be sucky, was basically the general gist of it. Um, I also had this sort of concept, and I feel like I heard it taught from the pulpit like this, but you know, I don't want to put words in other people's mouths, but I certainly had in my head the idea that there was this hierarchy, that first off, you'd serve God, then you'd serve your wife, then you'd serve your kids, and then you'd serve friends and family, and your church was sort of in there as well, and that was the sort of order of how things went. and. Um, Since having kids, i found that very difficult to look at that concept, to look at who am I... Like, uh, to be honest, you know, I started going, hang on, look, why do I need to serve God first? God God can look after himself, he's God, but my kids are completely dependent on me. They won't survive without me serving them and feeling like that's my obligation to do. And, And a lot of the stuff in my head previously used to be very sort of pie chart focused, breaking this up. And it felt like God was there wanting to draw me away. I'd look at those verses of saying, you know, that you need to um, hate your brother and you need to be willing to, you know, turn your back on all these things to follow after God. And it sort of meant that I lived in this weird world where any sort of good for me was a bad thing, that everything had to be hard, everything had to be a sacrifice. you know, I remember, like, an extreme example of some of this is, uh, you know, and, and a lot of this was challenged as I had kids and they started growing up. Like, I remember previously, you know, looking at Abraham and, uh, you know, when God called him to sacrifice his son Isaac and, you know, going, oh, what faith it would take to do. I wish I could have faith like that. I've got to be honest now that now that I've got kids, I look at that and I go, God, that's messed up. Like, there is no way I I struggle to look at that and go, that does not feel like the God that I know. Um, And, you know, if people have explanations of that passage, I'm open to hearing those things later. But it's one of those sort of Old Testament ones that go, yeah, I don't know if I can quite deal with this. I can't quite fit into the framework of what I think Um, because I I feel like there's, there's something wrong in that. And, you know, that's my controversial thing for the night. But, so with sacrifice, of going, there's, um, but this was sort of what sacrifice meant for me, was giving up the good things, was any, you know, this blessing that had come from God of Isaac, you know, this child that had been long promised and never delivered that then came and God says, yeah, but I'm going to take that away from you now. That that was how I view God and how I needed to be with everything. I needed to be willing to give up everything because God would just call things to test me, to show, you know, that I truly loved him more than the others in my life. And there's another one that stuck in my head in the midst of all this, which sort of reflects the weird concept that I had. So there's this verse verse in 1 Samuel where... um, Samuel says, does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much in obeying the Lord? To obey is better than sacrifice. And this is one of those verses that I never quite got because for me, obedience and sacrifice were the same thing. Was that obeying God was just going to be sacrificing the things I cared about. It was always going to cost. It was always going to be hard. And that's another one. Now that I've had kids, I view in a different light of going that You know, we have the issue with our kids where we'll tell them, look, you've done the wrong thing there. And sometimes Lily, you know, to put you on the spot here, Lily, um, as you're cutting the table apart, (laughs) will profusely start going, sorry, 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 sorry. And I remember myself as a kid doing this and going, no, Lily, I don't need you to say sorry. What I want you to do is to stop doing the thing you were doing. I don't need your sacrifice, your repentance of this, some big song and dance about it. I need you to just, you know, stop punching your sister or whatever's happening at the time. No, you're not punching your sister at the moment. I need you to stop cutting the table up. Probably that one. There's a more relevant example. But I think in there, there's sort of a grain of truth of starting to unpack what sacrifice, the the wrong concept I had about sacrifice. And a lot of this goes to forgiveness, and there's a whole bunch of things tied up, and I'm probably not making a lot of sense. I'm very tired and burdened, as I was mentioning earlier. Um, But that's why I want to get out of the way to let you guys talk about this sort of stuff. But um, for me, my concept of all of these things was very self-focused. It was all about me. It was about what I had to do for God. It was about what I had to sacrifice, what I had to give up. And very much was the same way that I viewed sin and, you know, everything else was going, it wasn't about God, it was about how bad I was, that I was the focus. I would just look at myself and my own issues and magnify those and beat myself up. And that sacrifice was really like penance, basically, that I needed to put myself through. Because I was a bad person, I had to sacrifice, I had to give up things so that I could strip away. And it's, you know... Uh, The the same sort of concepts that, you know, that in the Protestant church will sort of, you know, look at the Catholics and go look at, you know, how caught up they are in forgiveness and, uh, you know, in needing to confess and penance and other stuff. We end up doing the same thing, but in just, you know, less ordained fashions, basically. But I think ultimately, for me, what sacrifice comes back to, and in John 15, that Jesus says this, greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. And I was saying to Arlene, because we were talking a bit about sacrifice a few weeks ago, and I was saying to him that in some ways I don't believe in sacrifice anymore, but at the same time I believe in it more strongly than I ever have. And I think part of that's going that I used to view sacrifice as That self-flagellation, that beating myself up, that what do I need to get rid of? What do I need to do? And that's not my focus anymore. Now my focus is going, my sacrifice, like in that verse, that the love that I show, the sacrifice that I give is for the sake of others. And I think when you take that and turn it, and it becomes less about what do I have to give, what do I have to, um, you know what are the bad things I need to go through, but it more becomes a case of what can I offer others? What can I sacrifice for? And sometimes that sacrifice now is sacrificing for my kids. Is not getting sleep or whatever else so that, you know, I can look after my kids. That I can have fun with them even when I don't feel like it, even when I want to rest. It's sacrifice in, you know, for you guys here at Found, for doing cooking, for you know, other things, for giving up time, that we're here for each other, and that's a sacrifice that we do. There's the sacrifice that we give for, you know, the world that I want to live in, the changes that I want to see in the world, the way that we live our lives, that, you know, being able to try to live a more sustainable life, being able to try to live a more generous life, that that isn't about just going, well, this is the standards I need to do, this is the law I need to uphold. This is what I need to do. It all becomes about, well, what's the benefit? Who am I doing this for? And so for me, that's actually the sacrifice that I really believe in now. I really believe in trying to grow and laying my life down for others. It's not always easy within that. Um, And going back to the burden stuff that we're talking about, you know, there's self-care within that as well. And I'm aware that most people here are pretty burdened and pretty burnt out at this point. So it's not an easy thing, but what I'm hoping is we can talk about that a bit more in the group time tonight. So there's a few questions here, and Mina pointed out kindly to me that I'd made some spelling mistakes and missed some words in them as I put them up. Um, but so the first one is, what does taking up your cross mean to you? The second one: who or what are you sacrificing for right now? I hope so. Um, and I partly wanted to put the what in there, because I think it's also, I must admit that in the last little bit, I've been sacrificing for work. And that's a, you know, sometimes you need to do that in various situations, but it's also going, of things I should be sacrificing for, is that actually the best for me to be doing? Is that really what I want to, you know, and you end up sacrificing your kids, you end up, you know, things that aren't your own, you end up giving up for the sake of other things. The third talk about how you are feeling under your burdens. I partly wanted to give people a chance to be able to talk about if you are feeling weighted down by things, if you are finding things difficult and too much at the moment, have a chat about that. And we don't do this much. Well, we tend to do it in a corporate form, Um, but if in your groups you feel comfortable with it, and there's no pressure to do this, but I feel like talking about this sort of stuff would be really good to have a chance to pray for each other within that as well.